When facing a family law matter, it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process. It's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help. At Stangy Law Firm, we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day. Visit FamilyLawRepresentation.com to schedule your consultation. That's FamilyLawRepresentation.com. Stangy Law Firm, here to help you rebuild your life. Stangy Law Firm has an office in Wichita. Kirk Stangy, 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. All the way from Providence, Rhode Island, live from the Minute with Mary studio, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars. everybody i know we said it earlier this week but i'm going to say it again that song just hits so differently now with the passing of our beloved Sinead o'connor um and it's like you know we of course always use a theme song for the opening of our episodes and um it's 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 hard and sad and lovely and tragic all at the same time so if you feel the feels like we feel the feels every time we hear (laughs) it uh let us know hello everyone my name is mary larson my name is blake and i actually wonder marvin I wonder if they're gonna continue the use of the Sinead version for seven B. It'll be interesting. Because normally when they split this up, they have yes. had some flexibility with the arrangement of the Skyboat song. So we've just been wondering ourselves, yeah. pre her passing, what was gonna be happening. It will be interesting. You know what I would love? I would love for them to have it, but then they could kind of remix it with a Rayo Yabro. You know, harmonies yeah, that would or actually something. Be cool. uh, maybe add some extra instrumentation, um, but we will see. We will see what will happen. But as I said, I just like I, I know I said it earlier, but <laughs> gotta say it again. It just continues to hit in such a significant way. So yes. know that if it does, you are not alone. Uh, but here we are. This is the listener feedback episode for the penultimate episode for the halfway mark of season seven <laughs> that is a mouthful am yes, i right thank you god know, i'm fu- not the host it's funny because like you know there's been so much chatter about this episode and then of course we had this massive epic break in between the penultimate episode for the mid-season finale and the well i wouldn't call it a massive epic break but <sighs> i would call it a it feels like it you can't get us starting <laughs> and get us going and then leave us with this like ah, yeah. of an episode and then be like hey we're gonna wait two weeks it, that's fair are you me? that's fair are you kidding me that is fair. i mean yes it allows us to savor and if there ever were an episode of the season to revisit multiple 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 times i'm not mad about it being this one yeah i would say that it's this <laughs> one that that yes Absolutely. Needless to say, what was great about it is it allowed more time for you, the listeners, to submit your feedback as well. Before we get into the rest of this episode, however, we just want to remind you that you can actually subscribe to our podcast going through your favorite podcast app. Our favorite is Apple Podcasts. You could find Blake and I by searching Mary and Blake on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. Once again, it's not Twitter anymore. Oh, yeah. X. That's what it's called. X. Nah. Swear to God. Wait, it changed its name. Yeah. It's not Twitter anymore. It's called X. I am like not keeping up with things right now. Nonetheless, we are there. We Your boy there. Elon has, we has made some changes. We actually don't really check that one. So if you are just. No, no, I check. I, I'm there. 
I'm not there frequently. No, you're not. I am. Yeah. Okay. So just honestly, find us more Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Yes. <laughs> uh, you can keep up to date with all of our other podcasts, of course, by heading to maryandblake.com. We podcast about loads of stuff. And I just want to say this because I know that the mid-season finale is coming very, very close. And then we don't know how long it's going to be. It's it's this une- It's 2024. That's we, all we yeah, know. It's super vague. So if you're looking for other things to binge, if maybe you've gotten to know Blake and I through this season of podcasting, you can either check out all the previous episodes of Outlandercast, or you can listen to some of the other podcasts that we do. We, of course, are currently covering Harry Potter. We're going through chapter by chapter. We cover Bridgerton and Queen Charlotte. We um, have covered the House of the Dragon, the Rings of Power show. We've done Gilmore Girls. I mean, you name it. The Leftovers. The Leftovers. There's so much stuff going on. So you can keep track of everything that we do by following us on those social media feeds that I mentioned earlier, or by simply heading to marianblake.com. All right, Blake. You ready? Yeah, let's uh let's release the hounds. Here we go. I get, well, I got to find I got to find my oh, sound. I, was, I thought I was taking up enough time talking. To no, make we, sure. see, I was too busy listening to <laughs> oh, you. That's the problem. You're just so excited you're like, "Oh my gosh, yes, we do podcast about so many things. It is true. It is true." <laughs> all right, here we here go. go. I, now, now I got the my hounds sound. Now. Okay. Let's release the hounds. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> For friends who don't see the video element, sorry, but I was having fun with that bass drum and like leading things into the snare. Heading on in, oh, kicking things off from jointhenerdclan.com. Of course, this is our beloved Patreon community. Uh, we have RR Studio, who says this episode had dramatic tension throughout, and I often watched it looking sideways, particularly in the future at Lollybrock. Not sure if we have been to battle so many times in Outlander that in contrast, the past story seems more predictable and less suspenseful. In contrast, even with Jamie bloody and unconscious on the battlefield, it did have its moments, like when we are reminded that William could easily have been shot in the head, the good William's mad knife skills. Oh, yeah. It looked like the actor actor actually did that. Honorable mention to the acting by the horse that was suddenly telegraphing it was expecting the results. <laughs> and another honorable mention to that gorgeous overhead shot of the guy turning his coat. Yes, mm-hmm. like it. The bad. For Pete's sake, Roger, why didn't you tell Rob Cameron he needs to come another day? I know. That unannounced intrusion should have been <sighs> clue enough that <laughs> two names Freaking uh, Roger. D- respects n- no, no boundaries. Then you leave him alone in your chamber of secrets. Oh, yes. Got you. Sorry. Got you. I, uh, hold on. I, where is it? Where is it? You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> nice uh, Harry Potter reference there, our friend. Uh, you leave him alone in your chamber of secrets for Lord knows how long, and you are okay with him taking Jemmy overnight? You don't even know the guy. Know. Seems like the show sped up the narrative oh. in the interest of time and removed all credible protective instincts from Roger and Bree. Not great, Bob. Not great, Bob. Her second bad, enough to merit mention, is the gratuitous sex with Roger and Bree. Her great buck 
everything buck yeah. from his commenting on the peanut butter and the whiskey to seeing him watching television with the kids who trust him utterly once he understands he is their ancestor that Mackenzie fire is trained to defend his kin to the death he is unflappable <laughs> even as Roger is coming apart in his careening car search for Jen Jem we know we are going to lose this guy and when and it's really going to hurt the aside did you notice how green Roger's eyes were curious now who raised Buck 4.95 kilts despite all a great episode mm, love 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 uh, Christine Wilcox Blake take it away what a fantastic episode they're really killing it this season mm-hmm. so many amazing nuggets from the book that they really add to the depth of the characters for example yep. the spectacle scene oh, was one of my favorites agreed, Roger explaining his relation to Buck and snaps. the little girl who plays Mandy nailed her scene of Jim's not here with me and pointing to her head yes but I really thought William stole the episode. Charles did a fantastic job portraying so many emotions. He went from being an anxious teen who wanted to get some action in his first battle to seeing his friend shot and killed right next to him. The battle scene was great, and I loved that they had William charge into battle just as his father did at Culloden. Yes. As General Fraser told them, he is not the same now, and the Greek analogy was perfect. I and then, agree. In the 80s, the Mackenzies had a whole lot of craziness going on. I remember being <laughs> bored with the all least. the Roger and Bree time in the books, but I am here for it in the show. And Roger in a kilt was just the cherry on the top. Mm-hmm. That love scene between he and Bree was pretty steamy. And while I still think their lovemaking is a little awkward, Phil Collins brought the heat to save the scene. My only bad in this episode. Uh, yeah. Never stops. That man. Except when it's the Tarzan movie. Uh, and then it's like not bringing the heat because it's the Tarzan movie. <laughs> but there are moments even then. Uh, th- Phil Collins is still out there. I never I could like, like, have a crush on an animated character until I saw the Tarzan movie. You were like, you had a crush on Tarzan? I, mean, I gotta be real with you, Blake. There's a lot of people in the Xennial, Gen X, elder millennial age who had crushes on Disney characters. Well, I had a crush on Jessica Rabbit, I mean, but like, who didn't? Hashtag your basic, Blake. No, that is not basic. That is so basic. No. I feel like every jabroni from that age demographic was like, Jessica Rabbit. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's Jessica Rabbit. Yeah. Get with it. When you're ready to have a crush on an animated animal character who talks, then we can talk. <laughs> Just saying. How about- uh, how about, Continue. Uh, how about the, the lady Bugs Bunny? Okay, in, if that's if that in, uh, you know if that the, the ladybugs bunny in in uh, Space Jam. Okay, Blake, if that floats your boat, Phil Collins does it for other people. Continue. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Collins, that guy's still out there trucking around, Good playing, him. getting on his drum set. They basically wheeling him out. Okay, what's it's like, what's it, her bad? It's like uh, it's like <laughs> what's Christine's bad? It's like Weekend at Bernie's, but oh Phil God. Collins. Oh my God, Blake. <laughs> All right. The only bad in this episode is why Roger would leave Rob Cameron alone in the study, knowing that Rob read the time traveler's guide in Jem's box with the letters is just inches away from this creep. This was a little all too convenient. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Christine, for echoing my sentiments. I cannot agree with you anymore. But what does she say about the music in this episode? (sighs) Oh. Oh, and the music in this episode was also yes. amazing. Bear has upped his game for this season. Seriously, 
when are we going to get this album? Maybe he'll release it after episode eight, season seven, part one. I don't write in very often, but I am loving this season and love being able to share it with you two in this awesome hashtag nerd class. Ah, thanks so much. All right. Well, we got some uh, voice voicemails here. Okay. You ready? Let's go. Yes. Here we go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's Mandy from Melbourne. Hey, Mandy. <laughs> I even know what she's laughing about. The forehead. <laughs> it's the foot. We say foreign here. <laughs> Some people might say forehead in Australia, but I say foreign. <laughs> and I want nothing more than to come to Rhode Island and laugh with you, Blake. <laughs> I'm already doing it. <laughs> I know about Botox <laughs> because seriously. <laughs> My daughters have cerebral palsy, and so they have had Botox injected into their spastic muscles, right? Wow. So it comes from South America, and the botulum, whatever a toxin, has come out from frogs. Shut so it. that's how I know about it. Oh <laughs> I want to be like a... <laughs> I want like a, a noise to say that I'm a I'm an excellent speak piper. <laughs> you are. You are. Okay, bye. <laughs> Mandy. She is an excellent uh, speak piper. Oh, man. Mandy, I adore you. I adore your laugh. I adore what you do to my uh, husband. And I adore that she's like, it's um, this thing from the South American frogs. I'm like, I'm hot. Our frog biologist last time didn't even know this. This is amazing. Mandy, uh, you make us laugh and you teach us new things. We love oh you. Oh, my goodness gracious, Mandy. <gasps> Next wow. one. Wow. All right. Here we go. Hello. This is Laura. I just want to say, what a way to start this. this just a full out 10 just seconds of laughter. of laughter. Love it. Love it. Right. This person has the cutest uh, little hello. All right. Here we go. Can you start Let's, over? Yeah, we'll start over. Here we go. From Germany. Start, hold on. Hello, this is Laura from Germany. Hi, Laura. I am a first-time caller. Oh, okay. But right. a long time. She, she left a space for me, too. She did. And I did. And I didn't hear it as... There first we go. Okay. Caller and a long-time listener. Listener. And I'm also listening to the part of us. Oh, and it's right. really giving um, so much brightness to my everyday life. Oh, Laura. And, um, yeah. Thank you very much, for making all of this possible, for um, bringing so much content and to um, bring so much um, other point of views uh, into the discussion. Thanks. Um, yeah, I'm also, since I caught up um, with your podcast, um, a Nerd Clan member, and I would have loved to participate recently with the new episodes uh, in the listener feedback, for example. But unfortunately, I am um, I get the episodes like one weeks, yep. one week later than you guys do. Yep. Um, now it's Thursday and um, yeah, you get the episodes on Friday. Well, um, now I'm able to watch the episode and afterwards I have two episodes um of Outlander cast yes. waiting for me. So, yeah, have a nice summer. And uh, I'm listening to you now. <laughs> and um, Thanks, Laura. Yeah, 
Hi. Oh my gosh. Thank you, Laura. What an amazingly sweet that was uh, just voicemail. So kind. And you listened to two of our podcasts. So thank you. You can't get any better than that. And she's from Germany. That's so Love that. nice. Minute with Mary actually is shipping out of Germany too. Really? I'm in like pretty much all the UK. I'm in a bunch of places in Europe. Wow. Um yeah. So wow. fun fact. If you live in Germany like Laura does and you're Laura, looking you, for you, any you makeup send us or skincare, a message. We'll see what send we can do. Send us a message. I want to hook you up, Laura. You have the sweetest little voicemail. That I, was pre- great. I appreciate you. All right, here we go. We got one more voice. Well, we got plenty of more voicemails, we do, but, but we'll right do one. Now, we'll do okay. one more. Okay, here we go. Hi, Mary and Blake. It's Kathy from Cleveland. Kathy! Kathy. Sorry I've been AWOL, but life happens. Hey. I get it. I'm Thank really you. enjoying this season. For me, it's the best season since season one, and so refreshing after mm-hmm. season six. Mm-hmm. I'm giving this episode 4.7 kills. Nice. Okay. I would have rated it higher, but I found it a bit slow at times. My good? I'm really happy with Dermot Murtaugh's buck. Not only does he look like he's related to Roger, he and Rick Rankin have great chemistry. He's done a great job of portraying his fear and confusion at arriving in the 20th century without looking terrified. My bad, it's a small thing, but it was so jarring for me, I have to mention it. And it will probably be like Mary's Adam's apple observation. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. I was all amped up for a super hot, super possessive, super primal sex scene between Bree and Roger. Mm-hmm. It looked steamy. The music was on point. Then Brie looked like she was trying to eat Roger's face, and I burst out laughing. It was all over for me after that. My great, the transformation from William as a naive wannabe soldier to blooded officer has been masterful. I can't wait to see more of him. Charles Vandervaart is doing great. As an aside, I love the casting of Angus McFadden as the general and all the scenes with William and the general together. Yeah, totally agree. Enjoy the extra week before episode eight. It's going to be epic, I'll bet. Oh. Bye, guys. Kathy, thank you so much for calling in. Hall We've missed Kathy. you, and uh, hope that when you say life, life's getting in the way or life's here, hope that it's all good things, yes. my friend, because yes. we totes understand. Yep. <laughs> we totally understand. If there's like two people on this planet that actually understand, it's Mary and I, so don't worry yes, about it. we get it. Uh, but yeah, Angus McFadden, uh, who played Robert the Bruce in, in Braveheart, as, we, as we've already discussed, uh, I mean, when they cast that guy, when I saw him, I was like, oh, okay, I see what they're doing here. Let's bring it. Like, they're, they're just, they're bringing some heat, yeah. you know, and like, Outlander don't play. You, you can't mess season. with that. They don't play. Like it's so good. <laughs> it oh is. my god. All right. All right. We got Nancy from jointhenerdclan.com uh who wrote in. And I gotta start this. She says, I am sorry. Okay. I cannot hold it in any longer. Hold on, sorry. That's what she said. <laughs> like, she says, Nancy says, adorable little Mandy ruins almost every scene she is in. I cannot see anything but a child regurgitating lines with little emotion and all of the adults are stilted (laughs) and almost overreacting around her to get the dialogue in. This is not the first episode it has bothered me in, but such a pivotal episode and what should have been a gut-wrenching scene left me flat. (laughs) Then, for shame, Outlander, Nancy continues... 
I have always been one to catch <sighs> continuity errors on screen. And this oh. season, I have been pulled right out of the story by them many times. Okay. After years of listening to Marion Blake, I know this is an editing problem. This episode, we should have had a fun, loving session of Rumpy Bumpy with Roger and Bree. Uh-huh. They gave us some chemistry. Sure. Soulful looks. Sure. Phil Collin. Collin on the edge of night. Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry. And for once, Brie looks to be truly loving her man. Okay. Then the bad cuts while they are in bed. Roger's hand down her mid-back holding her. No, wait. That is her right shoulder. Like a 13-year-old boy <laughs> giving a shoulder pat or a dead fish. Hold on. Back to a more passionate mid-back hold than dead fish. What are we doing here? The whole sequence sequence had me staring at his hand, uh, not the love in their eye. At least I hope there was love in their eyes. I was too distracted to notice. Thank <laughs> God for Buck. Buck won me over, writes Nancy. Book Buck was always more of a book log buck. carrier for me. You know, sure. Book Buck. Yeah, Book Buck. But show Buck. Well, it could be Buck Beak. Hey. <laughs> but this actor, a wizard, Harry. and she says, sorry, Graham, brings him to life. His subtle expressions and great eye acting knocked it out of the park. I got to tell you. Yeah. I agree. I, book Buck. Oh, sorry. Wait. I don't know Book Buck. I couldn't tell you one thing show about buck. book Buck. But Show Buck? We need to call him a different thing, but for now, Show Buck. Show Buck? Phenomenal. Like, the guy was great. And you went, I dare say, I dare say, the stunt casting of Graham McTavish as Buck. OG Buck? uh, I dare say Uh is... uh, Not great, Bob. They were like, worked for Tobias. Yeah, like, but that's great when you continue an actual plan. You know, like, you can't just... New, you know, sh- new Show Buck. But New Show Buck? Great. That's going to be his name. New Show Buck. <laughs> right. New Show Buck. Oh, man. All right. Amy um, Beard says that she's laughing at Roger when he's annoyed at Rob, showing up without warning, when he pulled the ultimate drop unannounced, flying across the Atlantic, <laughs> and showing up at Brie and Claire's house for Christmas in Boston. How the turn... Tables oh, have. the turntables. <laughs> you know right? what? Roger's like, shame on this guy. Who does this? Amy, this is what you get. It's called Karma, Roger. Oh, Karma. That's what you get for not being an alpha. <laughs> Be the alpha. That's the whole point. Is this, is this a bad time? Today a bad day? Yeah. Yeah. It is. I've got diarrhea. <laughs> you don't want to go in there. It's a mess. I'm, I'm having. It's a mess. I'm having a. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's all a you mess. need to say. You just dropped the diarrhea. I got diarrhea. And people are like, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> don't nobody want to see the volcano. Oh my God. That was my favorite when I would call out a teaching, which wasn't frequent. Teachers know. You don't like to call oh, out. But man. every once in a while when I would, you just drop that in. I got some diarrhea. They'd be like, no, I don't want to know. Don't Keep that real. You don't even away need to know. Me. You don't even need to tell no. people. But when you want them to back off, <laughs> just drop the D. <laughs> Wait. This, oh, You're welcome. That's what she said. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. All right. Let's get some voice voicemail. Got diarrhea. It's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess in there. Mess in there. <laughs> Because he says it's a 
the mess referring to the renovations in Lollipop, but like it would have worked. If it was diarrhea, how funny would that be? I know. It's a mess in there, guys. Just rewatch that scene. Oh my God. Oh, is now a bad time? (laughs) Yep. Yeah. It's a mess. He's. He's got like toilet paper. Do you have applesauce? Like, <laughs> Rice, bananas, toast. Hey, you got You brought wine. You? <laughs> I need a toast, Rob Cameron. It better not be red. Okay. Okay. Voicemail. You got- You're welcome. Got this is how you know I've been spending too much time with my kids this summer. Potty jokes. You got any extra rice? <laughs> okay. Hi, Mary and Blake. My name is Natalie. Hi, Natalie. Listener, thank you for this podcast. Oh, you're welcome. It It makes my days. All right. So, for the last episode of Outlander, my kill rating is a 4.5. Okay. The good was everything with the Mackenzies. I really enjoy seeing them in the 80s. I really enjoy the dinner. I enjoy everything that's happening with Buck. Amazing. Like, Give me more of that. Uh-huh. My bad was Rob Cameron. Like, what's wrong with this dude? Right? He right. just shows up unannounced. And then he makes me feel so much pity for him after the dinner when he's like, I'm on divorce. And my ex-wife took my kid. Yes. And I'm just so sad and lonely. And uh-huh. then I feel bad for him. And then he goes and kidnaps Jimmy. Like, what's what wrong with him? Right? He's I know. trouble. Yep. Yes. He is trouble. Trouble from the beginning. And Capital T. Great was... The cinematography, mm-hmm. I think the editing was amazing. The color correction was amazing. Yep. Everything, the transitions, I just love it. I just love how the episode came out. And yeah, I just the last thing I want to say is uh, what was that ending? Like, seriously, we all know Jamie is not going to die. But I know. I know. to see how the show is going to develop. Uh, yeah, that'll be it. Thank you. Bye. Listen. Listen. Like I said, disingenuous. Just disingenuous, it's okay. the, the ending. Can I? Like, oh. We know, Blake. We know how you feel. Oh. We know. I just need to know that her good was the, her good or great was the editing. Yes. And then we had our previous friend who was upset so about the editing. the editing was bad. Yes. This is why the listener feedback episode. It's rocks. Is amazing because yep, once totally again, nobody agree. is right and nobody is wrong. <clears throat> Listen, I don't know if Rob Cameron actually was married, if he did have a kid, if the wife had money or nothing. But you want to know what the problem is? What? She trusted a man with two first names. Gone wrong right there. That you you, you got to know right right away that you made a mistake. Mm-hmm. What she? I think she recognized the mistake and just moved on <laughs> because she was like, yeah, nah, guy, I'm all set. We're good. We're good. Rob Cameron, two first names. What are we doing? She asked him actually to take her last name. Yeah. <laughs> just. <laughs> just. <laughs> She's like. So people wouldn't judge her. We're married. You could take my last name if you want. It's very oh. modern. And he was like, it's French. Yeah. We, we ain't like, doing yeah, that. At least it's not a first name. Oh, man. All right. Let's get to the next one. Hi, it's Clotilde from France. Hello. It's my first time. Whoa, whoa, Clotilde from France. That is a beautiful name. That is incredible. That's incredible. Yes. Men with Marys in France, too. Oh, you know what, Clotilde? You send us a message, too. <laughs> yes, you, too. All right. I don't have enough people in France or Germany no, that I'm, I'm able to, like, you know, give some, some you beauty stuff to. You want to start spreading some love so, here. So, hey. Yes, Clotilde, you, you message Mary. And Laura, you message Mary. 
we'll, oui, figure, oui. we'll, we'll figure something out for you. Les poissons. Yeah. <laughs> and schnitzel and strudel. That's all I've got. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Why don't we just be a little bit more general? No, that's all I know. And I would like to learn more. I'm actually uh, supposed to go to Germany. Uh, yes, that's next true. Year. Yes, so next year, potentially. If, yes. if, it, if all works well. I might try to do an Outlander cast meetup. All right. Get ready, Laura. All right. All right. Here we go. Hold on. Let's, uh, let's start over here for Clotilde. Maybe we can do the whole thing here. Hold on. I'm recording a message. Hold on. Hi, it's Clotilde. Hi, it's Clotilde from France. Okay. It's my first time recording a message to the Outlander cast feedback for episode of season seven, The Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Welcome. Oh, sorry. That was so close. <laughs> my kill rating is 4.0 kills. I found this episode to be a good way to get the stories moving forward, mm -hmm. some more or faster than others. My good is Claire and Jamie taking the back seat for a change. Mm -hmm. It really felt like we could call the show Outlander and Sons from now on, and Ooh. I was here for it. My bad is the casting change for Buck as a principal. Um, too bad this actor was not cast in the role from the start in season five. Thank it's you. It's always really hard to... Uh, picture a different face once you have seen mm -hmm. an actor play a role. And I yep. really hate that in, in the general sense. And Roger saying that it's a different buck feels like the show is justifying the change in appearance for this character. Fair. My grade is Phil Collins mm. and the effect he has on Roger yes. and Brianna. I'll just leave it at that. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your podcast. It is half the Outlander experience to listen to you guys Aww. after the show. Each week. <laughs> That's so kind. I can't wait for two weeks for the next episode. Oh my Bye. gosh. Well, thank I you, adore Clotilde. Her. That was very nice. That just made my day. Thank you. It warmed my heart a little bit. Agreed. That was Same. good stuff. All right, let's get some one more. Hey, Miriam Blake, it's Dawn from South Carolina. Hello. Hi, Dawn. I really enjoyed this episode, but I'm going off the road a bit with my kilt rating. Give it to us. I'm giving this a five fringed frontier frock rating. Whoa. My good is Jamie yes. in a fringed frontier frock. Snaps. My bad is not enough of Jamie in his fringed <laughs> frontier frock. And my great is seeing Jamie in his fringed frontier <laughs> frock and realizing I may be older, but I'm not dead yet. <laughs> Anyhow, they are covering a lot of material and doing a great job. Mm -hmm. Diana's books are massive, and we know they are running towards the finish line. Yes. Well, thanks for all you do. I enjoy listening to you guys. You bring smiles and laughter Aww. in a world that often doesn't have enough. Aww. Until next time, thanks. Thank all you, right. Don. Um, I'm here for the fringe truck, as I said in the previous episode as well. Yeah, man. Love it. And I love that that was all of your GBGs. <laughs> this is not even, enough. even the kilt rating. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Oh man! You know, let's do one more, um, and then we'll okay. We'll, yeah. Hey, Mary and Blake. This is Sarah calling from South Carolina. Hi, Sarah. Sarah. I'm a longtime listener of the podcast, Aww. but this is my first time calling in. Wow. And I just wanted to say thank you to both of you for all the work that you put into the podcast and all the enthusiasm that y'all bring every week. Aww. Thank you. For this episode, I gave it a five kilts. I really couldn't find anything bad about it. Um, my good was Roger, Bree, and Phil Collins. Whew. <laughs> and that said, um, my bad was Jamie on the battlefield at the end of the episode. Um, just that cliffhanger. We hate to see Jamie on a battlefield injured. Yes. yes. So we'll see what happens next week. Mm -hmm. And my great was 
the scenes with William and General Simon Fraser. I love the character development of William this season. I think it's great. And I really like to see this relationship evolve um, to set us up for something coming up. So thank you all so much. And I look forward to this next week's podcast. Interesting. Thank you. Very, very interesting. Well, thank you so much for calling. And I appreciate that. Me too. I look forward to the relationship that those two share, even unknowingly, right? Like it's, it's. I like what they're doing with that, mm-hmm. right? Because you, as if you're if you're a viewer that's paying attention, you understand like which our friends listening are. We, I, no, we no, I know attention. what I'm saying, but like if you're paying attention, yeah, you see the subtext of it all mm-hmm. and the relation between them. But if you if you if that just if that goes past you, it still works very well, right? It still mm-hmm. works as. <clears throat> a, a relation between you know a general and this little lieutenant you know and, mm-hmm. and how the guy's been changed so i i quite like it uh myself all right let's uh get the next comment where are my notes here they are here we go uh this one comes from Kristen. come on i like to say bachiochi <laughs> you still can't get it right bachiochi bachiochi <laughs> Flute Kristen. Kristen Bakiaki Stewart, the Flute Academy. <laughs> she says, Hi, all. It's Kristen from New Jersey. Hi, First Kristen. of all, rest in peace, Sinead O'Connor. Oh, right. So sad. Uh, sorrows, sorrows, prayers. Too soon. No, no, that's not too soon. It's 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 perfectly apropos. Okay. Uh, so sad, but thankful we have one of her last performances for Outlander. My kill rating for episode 707 is 4.8. My good? I loved the actor who plays Buck and the face acting from everyone while they are having the conversation about the family tree. I also laughed out loud when Buck said the comment about the PB&J being tasty but sticks to your throat. You feed your kids this stuff? Yes. L-O-L. I also love how Roger is so forgiving and trusting of Buck so soon after their conversation. My bad. I have a few. Poor Jemmy, he'll be scarred for life about sleepover. Right? <laughs> I knew Kim was going to be trouble. I wanted to jump into the TV and slap him across his face. I would have loved to see more of Jamie and Claire on the screen, but I also like how the story's unfolding with them as more supportive roles in this season, but still love them at the core of the story. Mm-hmm. I like Roger and Rebree's banter back and forth, but have never been a fan of their rumpy pumpy scenes. Oh my God. Autocorrect keeps typing grumpy puppy scenes. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to write rumpy pumpy, rumpy pumpy, rumpy pumpy, and autocorrect keeps grumpy saying puppy. grumpy puppy. <laughs> I'm a grumpy puppy. Grumpy puppy, grumpy puppy. <laughs> <laughs> it shall henceforth be called Grumpy Puppy from now on. Oh my gosh. This one was really bad for me, just not feeling it. My great was William digging along with his men while all the others were drinking mm-hmm. their champagne. He is Jamie through yes. and through. He would have had done this the same in the past. I love the way they are portraying his character. Thank you, Mary and Blake. Can't wait to hear your thoughts on this episode. Slangeva, Sassanak uh. wasted for... Ever. I love it. Oh, love it. Awesome, All right. Awesome. So we're going to take a moment to talk about our sponsor for this episode. 
All right, our friends. August is here. <laughs> uh, we we've talked about how excited we were about the August Wee Box. Oh yeah, and it's I actually on the way to us right now. It is. Yeah, it is. It is. Um, I can't say it enough. If you are interested in having international mail sent to you from Scotland. Whether wouldn't? you're Scottish or you're just a Scottish at heart, this is the thing to try out. Or you're it just is... a poser like me. <laughs> it's so cool. So it's a carefully curated subscription box. Yes. Organized around a monthly theme. Five Bonnie gifts and treats. Oftentimes exclusive. You can't even buy them outside of Scotland. Mm-hmm. Fantastic value. Comes with a free magazine. Comes with a virtual tour by Andy the Highlander. Plus a soundtrack to listen to as you unbox and use your gifts. Of course, we have a coupon code so if you go to webox.co.uk and use the code CAST10 C-A-S-T-1-0 you get 10% off at checkout honestly one of my most favorite parts no lie to me is when you (laughs) unwrap it so you get this cute box and it's like a purple box and you're just excited because it has international mail stickers and it goes all over the world so so dinner fash you know you got this but you open it and it's wrapped in Scottish newspaper which is cool, man. It's so cool. You get to read about, you know, like the playground that's being built so around neat. the corner. Like if people got gifts with Rhode Island newspaper, not as cool. Oh, they'd be oh, hearing about how that guy clam. got, there's that guy that got indicted by the feds again. There's the guy that ate <laughs> the most hot wieners again. Just, like, really? Damn those public schools again. <laughs> So visit Still Weeb- underfunded and understaffed. So if you want to have the coolest stuff, once again wrapped in the coolest paper, with all the gifts, right from Scotland, you're going to go to webox.co.uk and once again use the coupon code CAST10. I love it. I'm so excited. Did you see that pothole that was oh, over there on Main it's wicked Street? big. That pothole. It, almost, it, it, it ate almost, like five tires on one car. Oh my gosh. The guy, the guy changed all four tires and then he broke a fifth. <laughs> I love you. He's on his way to get some ciggies and beer. The, All right. Over next voicemail. <laughs> next voicemail. <laughs> oh, man. Here we go. Let's get the next one. Okay. It's, my computer's once again doing that thing. Oh, no, no. I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Jane. Hey, Jane. Hi, Jane. I'm not going to tell you where I'm from because why not? <sighs> um, it's another Melinda. Let the games begin. <laughs> anyway, I would like to just say that as a show watcher and not a book reader, I'm sure that Blake was beside himself with this episode. First of all, also, I'd like to pay a little homage to Sinead O'Connor. Right. All right. I'm going to go New Jersey. Oh. I'm saying New Jersey. I'm not there yet. Okay. Rest in peace, Sinead. This is, I guess, her last work. Before she passed. Wow, interesting. But anyway, I want to keep this under the ninety seconds. Thank I you. I have a lot of questions about the show. We got rules. Um, and why did they leave their box of letters? Thank out you. Open? I mean, that's crazy. That's crazy right? talk. Um, and I feel like I'm the like. Thank God, I'm not the only one who thought this. I thought I was taking crazy pills when when this happened. I know, but once again, like I would have done that. Oh my God! Right. It's just, it's narrativium. It's narrativium. That's all it is. I'm just going to explain it away with that. Okay, here we go. And then the guy who showed up from the past, I'm still a little bit confused about him. Buck. 
Buck. That looks like he might be a good guy, not a bad guy. I would say so, too. And then at the very end, when they're running through the woods, and he starts talking about Galus. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, boy, she's back. Yep. So, anyway, I just love listening to you guys. I get a big kick out of your Shabonis and <laughs> your log carriers and all those other things. Well, thank you. Okay. Jane. Thanks a lot, guys. You're not going to tell me? Good work. Bye. You, you got to be kidding me. I'm done with this game, friends. You got to tell <laughs> us at the end. <laughs> you got to at least tell us at the end. The only one who can get away with it is Melinda. Because that's a thing. No, not even Melinda. Melinda, you're done too. (laughs) Everyone has to tell me at the end. You say, by the way, this is where I'm from. (laughs) That's what I need. We can play the game. I can't. But we got to know. Where are you going? So what? The dog's fine. (laughs) Live podcasting, ladies and gents. Here we go. All right. Let's get one more from... Hi, Mary and Blake. It's Dina from California. Dina? Back from vacation and hating it. Oh, I don't blame you. Episode 707 of Outlander. First, I wanted to say I was heartbroken over the death of Sinead O'Connor. Mm-hmm. The world lost a true pioneer. Mm-hmm. Lover or hater, she was a groundbreaker and part of the Outlander family. Yes. Sure. Nothing compares to you, Sinead. Oh. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I give it 4.895 kilts. Since I don't really have a bad to speak of, I'm going to go with good, better, best. Okay. My good, an overeager William getting a taste of battle and finding it's a jagged little pill. Oh, and look yes, at you. I just referenced Alanis Morissette. Yes, you did. My better, Roger Mack in his blue sweater, blue socks, and blue kilt showing off his knees. Hubs and I have called that knee porn since Jamie in season one. <laughs> And my best. Okay. The Mackenzie's Rumpy Pumpy with In the Air Tonight is mood music. Yes. Well done, Roger and Bree. Mary, I hope your travels were successful. Thank you. And I bet your family is glad you're back. Always. Until next time, Solanja. Oh, thank, thank you, Dina. You. Thank you. I Trust me, I always count my blessings when Mary comes home because <laughs> I am not built to be a stay-at-home dad. It's just, it don't work mm. for me. mm, Here we go. All right. Let's get to the next one, shall we? Hi, guys. I'm Mary from Prague, Czech Republic. I'm from Kohler. All right. Time out. We've had Germany. We've had France. Now we got the Czech Republic. I had a friend who I didn't know where she was from, but her accent was absolutely beautiful. Um, all right. This is great. Here we go. All right. Hold on. Let's let's start over. Let's, Let's give it the respect that it deserves. Hi guys, I'm Mary from Prague, Czech Republic. I'm first time caller. Yes. And I just saw the Outlander episode 7 7. I think it was great. Mm-hmm. My guilt rating is 4.9. All right. And my GBG is so uh, good. Uh, would be definitely goodbye kiss of Claire oh. and Jamie. Yes. And She's romantic at heart. Oh my too. gosh, she is. Her name's Mary. Oh, with the. With the accent and everything, 4.9. like oh, okay, the good was the kiss. Oh man, oh. give it to us more. Oh, more. give give me some more. What could her bad possibly be? After that, moment? nothing. Honestly, nothing. It'd be, Just that they. It separated. wasn't long enough. Yes, yes. <laughs> Tell us, Mary. <laughs> Here we go. After slow motion, I think it's really good. 
that would be the British officer's dog before the battle. Okay, you know what? I'll take that too. That's just as good of an answer. Yes. You, right on, girl. Mm-hmm. Perfect. All right, here we go. I really didn't like it, uh, the way they talk and everything about that. Mm-hmm. And second, be Roger, like, really, man, <laughs> how could you let Rob Cameron be alone? <laughs> this girl. Her name's Mary. Mary. Oh. <laughs> oh, man, you're just hitting all the right spots, baby. You're just hitting it. Let's, woof. I think I need a cigarette after this call. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> Here we go. Let's go back. In the room, the box full of secret letters. Thank you. Like Rob Cameron. Really? Oh, <laughs> never mind. So, and great. Definitely Roger and Bree Sexton. Yep. I think it was brilliant. Or, yeah, that's for me. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's for me. She knows that it just works. Works for me. I'm just going to say it was the sex scene. That's it. <laughs> I'll let that do the talking. <laughs> Enough said. It's for everything what you do. Mm. I have a lot of fun listening to you and just keep, on, keep continuing what you're doing. Thanks. Thank Bye. you so much, Mary. Oh, you call back anytime you want. And once again, people either love or hate the rumpy pumpy, grumpy puppy. Okay? <laughs> grumpy puppy. <laughs> people love it. Or they're a grumpy puppy about it. And you know what? It happens. All right. Let's get to the emails that we have here. Hi, Mary and Blake. I was rewatching episode seven when I realized something. This one comes from Christina. Hi, Christina. Christina says, every time someone says goodbye to someone and they walk away in slow motion, something bad happens and they are separated for some time. Mm. Like I said in our our review and recap of this episode – it's not something that necessarily you recognize in the moment, but your brain does. And it's one of those, it's meant to be there. And it's meant to give you the sense that this is going to be the last time that they see each other. Mm-hmm. And as I said in that episode, that's the problem with what they did. Because it's disingenuous. It is absolutely disingenuous. Oh, okay, sorry. That's it. Okay, anyway. It happened in season one when Frank kisses Claire goodbye. Later, she goes to the Stones. It happened towards the end of season one when Jamie and Claire say goodbye to Lallybrock when she goes to help the watch. Jamie is obviously taken by the British and him and Claire are separated. And I noticed it happened at the end of this episode when Jamie is going to battle and kisses Claire. He walks away in slow motion. Unfortunately, I think that Jamie and Claire will be separated for the last episode and into the second half of this season. Love you guys. Can't wait for the next episode. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. Let's get to another voicemail, shall we? Here we go. Hello, Mary and Blake. This is Veronica from Sunnyvale, California. Hi, Veronica. Haven't called in a while, but this episode was so good and yet controversial among the fans mm-hmm. that I wanted to put my two cents in. Giving it 4.9 kills because I hear that 708 is even better. Oh, okay. My good is the two Williams, William Ransom and William Buckley McKenzie. I love the shows and Charles Vandervaart's portrayal of William. William is just 18 or so and is in equal parts honorable, naive, fierce, and intelligent. He's his father's, and I do mean plural, son. <laughs> and his road is not an easy one. 
Buck is everything I wanted him to be and more. Mm. He is even a nerd just like Roger. He loves the <laughs> etymology of words. And Mandy combing his beard with her little toy oh. comb was the most endearing moment ever. Totally My agree. bad. Well, I don't really mind it myself, but I respect the complaint about time travel rules being inconsistent. On the other hand, we have seen Claire being unwillingly drawn to the portal in Abandawi Cave. So there is precedent for Buck's accident. Also, mm-hmm. we don't know Buck's full story yet. That's true. And my grade is what is probably some people's bad because, you know, not enough Jamie and Claire. But mm-hmm. I love how this episode was crafted to keep everyone's stories going and deepening. Mm-hmm. So for me, it felt incredibly satisfying. Thanks, guys, and much love to you. Thank you, Veronica. Thank I appreciate you. that. I will say that the episode, the the pacing of it, in my estimation, and, and I usually say that whenever someone says, oh, the pacing was off, like it usually means they have no idea what they're talking about. Um, But I feel like the pacing of it was great. Like it, it, each story, I think, moved forward as necessary. It wasn't like jumping too far ahead for one and then backing tra- like backtracking for another and then you know it, like, the flow of it all seemed to build to one moment and of course that one moment in my eyes is Jemmy being missing not necessarily Jamie being in quotes dead right I, the, the Jemmy being taken of it all is what felt like was the pinnacle and it all built to that uh and that's why I think it was, and I will I will co-sign with you, Veronica, about the about how it was crafted. I think they did a good job. All right, let's get the next one. Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Linda. Hi, Linda. I'm a first-time caller and long-time listener. I'll tell you where I'm from at the end. Okay, see. I'm giving Outlander Season 7, Episode 6. She knows the rules. She can play by the rules. Linda, I appreciate mm. you. Here we go. Seven, five kilts. I really love this episode. My good, finding out that the knuckle bee was Buck, hearing his story and seeing the bond forming between Roger and him. My bad, Rob Cameron, mm-hmm. what a manipulative sociopath, inviting himself over for dinner, just showing up. Yep. And then making Brian Roger trust him and feel sorry for him. No wonder his wife left him. Yep. Lying about taking Jemmy. What? No wonder. Who knows if he even had a wife? The guy's a sociopath. He'll say whatever he's got to say to get the thing. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, God God forbid he had a wife. Like, who knows? Maybe she's like in the backyard somewhere. Oh, my God. Like, this is the burbs. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Yeah, yeah, the wife, yeah. She went back to France. Yeah, yeah, that's where <laughs> she went. <laughs> she had all the money. Yeah, that, that last big deposit in my bank account, though? I don't know where that came from. Must have been a accounting error from the dam. <laughs> yeah, France, that's where she is. And Bobby to the movies, and then kidnapping poor Jemmy. My great. William fighting in the Battle of Saratoga. Mm-hmm. This reminded me of the Battle of Culloden in so many ways sure. in season three. Yep. William proved to be brave and honorable, a perfect mix between Jamie and Lord John Gray. Well, I was raised in northern Idaho, went to college in Illinois, have lived the last 40 plus years in western West Virginia. Oh, I could right. be one of your oldest fans. Keep up the excellent work in your podcast. I feel like I know the two of you. Aww. I just love your podcast and look forward to them each week. Well, bye bye now. Thank, thank you, you Linda, so much. And from another West Virginia, Idaho originally. I know. Imagine that. Wow. 
Man, we got Idaho, Czech Republic. All over the place. I love it. And thank you for your kind words. Is it Idahoan? Is like, is that what you would be called? Idaho, Idahoan? Like, Idahoander? Yeah. I don't know, because we're Rhode Islanders. Yeah, so we're Rhode Islanders. What is it if you're from Massachusetts? Uh, you're a mass hole. No, I know, but like, <laughs> that, well, what that's is what it, it is. Really? I know. Uh, Massachusetts, Massachusetts. I don't know. Sure. So I asked you. Well, well, I mean, I figure. I just, <laughs> I've. It's always just been mass hole. Oh my gosh, you're so classy. <laughs> All right, uh, let's get to the. Uh, you know, we'll do one more uh, voicemail. Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Stacy from Canada. Just Stacey. thought I'd give my thoughts on 707. All right. Um, for kilt rating, I'd say for me, this episode was like a 4.85. Okay. Um, for my GBGs, my good. Um, I'm really enjoying the, de- the character development for William. We're really getting to see him sort of grow from this Agreed. Um, young, naive, somewhat sheltered young man um, thinking that there's going to be all this glory and honor and war and this rebellion must be slapped down and we're seeing him get a, a rude awakening real quick. Mm. Um, my bad. Um, this is just more of a personal preference for me. Um, I'm very aware of, of how book seven and eight go and how there's lots of new characters coming in and storylines. Um, so, but for me, when we get so little Jamie and Claire in an episode, um, I miss them. Um, mm. you know, for me, they're sort of the, the heartbeat of, of the show. Mm. And so when we see so little of them in an episode, I just personally really miss them. Sure. Um, but I'm aware that that's kind of, they're sticking to the books. Um, and for my great, um, the slow motion, uh, walk away for Jamie when yep. he said goodbye to Claire towards the end of the episode. I actually like shouted out loud when I saw it, like <laughs> nothing good ever happens. Yeah. When they part like that. And I thought it was a brilliant callback to season one when um, they said goodbye to each other when he was going off with the watch. Um, anyway, thank you. I'm really looking forward to the mid-season finale. Hope you guys are doing well. Bye. Thank well, thank you, Stacey. And again, this is why listener feedback episodes rock because mm-hmm. that's her great. And that was like, my worst bad I could ever think of. <laughs> so, you know, it's that's that's the whole point, right? But Marvin, I got a question for you. Bring it on. Uh, obviously, you read the books, uh, as we all know. And uh, like Stacy, uh, well, she knows the books, rather. Mm-hmm. And she said that when she was reading it, and even when she watched this episode, she missed Claire and Jamie. And mm-hmm. I know we talked about it last, uh, our last podcast episode, but I, I, I got to ask, has your thoughts changed at all? Like, since you're hearing all of this, do, do you, did you miss them? Did you not miss them? Like, do you think it's right? Like, have you thought no, about that I'm, at all? I'm still staying the same. I said it before and I'll say it again. I think that it was enough. Jamie and Claire, we did get some precious moments mm-hmm. that we were, we were, we just love about them, whether it's the spectacles or uh, just his humor, yeah. uh, mentioning praying again. Um, we will be with them again. Yeah. So I, I think um, we sorry. will. Sorry. We will have enough storyline dinner fash. <laughs> <laughs> so I I think that they did do diligence to the new characters by having things spaced out the way they were in this episode. I think it's a fair criticism for a show watcher to be like, hey, I ain't watching this show for freaking William. Okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or Roger and Bree. Like, yeah, they're mm-hmm. nice side characters. But come on, Jamie and Claire. Like, that's the show. And I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, I will say that I think the show has done 
has finally at least done Roger and Bree right. Yes. Um, and granted, it's you know five seasons into Roger and Bree, but you know, or six, whatever it is. Um, but I think they've given William some stuff here. Mm-hmm. It ain't. It's it's not like blowing my doors off, but the stuff that they did with uh, with William and his buddy, and then William with General Fraser. That's some good stuff. Like I can, I can get behind that. Agreed. All right, cool. Let's get to the next. Uh, let's get to the next email. All right, Anna from Perth, Western Australia, with her feedback for episode seven. Loved this episode. She gives it five kilts. I was going to phone in, but I have too much to say. Okay. These stories are really coming together well, and I'm struggling to pick one thing for each GBG. So my good is so many little bits from the books coming in. They are separate entities, yes, but you can't help but be delighted when things like Tufty Fluffy Tail and Peanut Butter and Jelly Sandwiches for a Buck, mm-hmm. plus entire conversations of dialogue for example the spectacles are included where they diverged from the books has also been done really well and i'm here for both okay and as bad is oh my goodness roger don't leave rob alone at the box <laughs> and rob Thank god i'm not taking crazy pills where'd you get off asking for another dram you know what i could really give that you get another drink. Somebody slap him, here. says Anna. Not great, Rob. Oh, not great, Bob. Also, I was delighted to see that not Candy Sandy was back, <laughs> <laughs> only to see him be killed so suddenly. Uh, what a heart wrench. We will miss you, not Candy Sandy. Her uh, great was. Can I pick a zillion things? All the 1980s stuff. Mm-hmm. The caravan, Rumpy Pumpy, Grumpy Puppy, Phil Collins. Yep. The whole abduction discovery scene, mm. kilted Roger, although his kilt was a bit too short in the back. I prefer the older style mullet look kilts with the plaid dangling in the back, oh. like Jamie's. Okay, sure. Buck's reaction, got anything stronger than coffee. Correct Anna up, and I'll totally be, agree. I'd be absolutely the same as Buck. And on a more serious note, two 18th century scenes stood out to me. When Claire and Jamie separated, the looks on both of their faces said so much. Him striding away with solid determination and purpose. Her with worry and anguish about what was to come. Fantastic acting where it was shown, not told. Mm -hmm. The other scene and the quote from Simon Fraser to William about how men get sent out to war, but no such men come back. Such a turning point for William. He is a different man now. And even though it was said, it was also shown by his taking off his red coat and getting his way too clean white clothes underneath dirty to participate in the proper burial of his friend, uh, of his fallen comrades, not just to lead from the sidelines. Just brilliant. And one last thing Anna wants to point out is when she touched the scene where Roger sees Buck through the window, I didn't think Roger was using the flower as a weapon, but more pretending he was putting (laughs) it away to some other room to make Buck think he hadn't noticed him. I agree, friends. Don't no, Don't. it was it, we were just joking. Just joking. I did have a lot of people who were like, "Mary, he's not really gonna throw it." I was just joking. <laughs> Sorry, I need to put like a little like. <laughs> Like parentheses, I'm joking. I, I, <laughs> I don't actually think Roger would at least would use flour, but oh. uh, he diverts off to put put it down once he starts running. I never took that as it was his intended weapon, says Anna. So it was interesting to hear your take on it, and it made me laugh. Thanks for all you do. Can't wait for in the next episode. Um, so fun fact: I like hate bags of flour because in high school we had to do these things called flower babies. And um, all of our names went inside a fishbowl and uh, probably like 80% of the class had, when the teacher pulled your name out, got flower babies. Okay. 
Then like 5% of the class got twin flower babies. And then another 5% of the class had dead flower babies. Okay? That is morbid. So here's what had to happen. How do you have a dead flower baby? Oh, I'll tell you. Those of us who had a regular flower baby Mm -hmm. were given a bag of flour that we had to dress in baby clothes, hot glue, a cabbage patch baby head on, and we had to take (laughs) care of this baby for a month. (laughs) Write down logs when we had to have a babysitter. Where do you get a cabbage patch head? Like savers or whatever. We all had cabbage patch babies. Like we all had that. Well, like I know we all had Cabbage Patch at the time. But yeah, like, or just like any now doll. You, your parents are letting you cut Cabbage Patch yeah. heads. Yeah, heads you, off. You go to you went to Salvation Army and you got a doll and you chopped its head off and you hot glued it and you dressed it up in baby clothes. Oh my god, that is and you had to take stuff. care of it and you couldn't you couldn't mess with this baby and they would check your baby to see if it was cared for or if the flag the bag of flour ripped. Oh my god. Because if your bag of flour ripped, you got in trouble for what child if you abuse. It? No, they checked it. What so did you they say? Check- it was just decoration. No, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> and then the people who had twin flower babies uh-huh. had to have two of them. Oh my god! And carry those things around for a month. Stop. And once that. again, if you have if you have volleyball practice, someone has to be babysitting your flower baby. Stop yep. it! And then the five percent of the people who had dead baby, uh-huh. dead flower babies, they had to go through uh, calling funeral homes. Um, what? Calling um, about like how to get gravestones. Like they had to figure out what it would take to plan for a burial. What? Yeah. You freaking Rhode Island people are bananas. Yeah. So it was like a big thing when you were like, oh, junior year, this is going to be my flower oh baby my year. Oh my God. This is all like to make you not have like unprotected sex. Well, yeah, you think? So first day, I get my flower baby and I'm ready and I'm pumped because I got one baby. I didn't get the, the twins. Yeah. I didn't have to plan a funeral. I was like, thank God I have one baby. What the so hell I have the flower. I don't even about? have a head yet, okay? I am like day one with a flower. Did it I die? Get to my locker and I'm holding the flower and someone said my name and I went what and the flower baby flew in the air flew 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 smashed all over the place and four people saw it and here's the problem you got extra credit if you reported child abuse you got extra credit if you reported child abuse because people would like bust on each other's flower babies. Like, I'm going to stab your flower baby. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Four people saw it. And I looked at them and they looked at me and, and I was like, ran. oh my God. Oh my God. They're going to get extra credit and I'm going to fail because now my flower baby's all over the floor on the second floor. So I, I didn't know what to do and I picked up the remnants of my flower baby and I went to the health classroom crying and I was like, I failed. I killed my baby on day one. These four kids saw it, so they're going to come in and be like, Mary, Mary killed her baby. <laughs> no, they're going to get the extra credit. I didn't have time to put a head on it. <laughs> didn't even have an outfit. I had an old outfit planned. I had a name picked out, an outfit. They were like, hey, you Rob Cameron's wife? <laughs> <laughs> they gave me a new one because I was crying so much. And that one survived. Your tax dollars at work, my friends. Your tax of, dollars at work. Bunch of Rhode Island nerds with flower babies. <laughs> yeah, that was real life. I want to know if they do it now. Oh, man. Especially if you make them call freaking Blake, funeral pilots. I know. I know. You and people. then if you were like me and you and you accidentally 
killed it halfway. You, yeah, that's what you had to do to have a, like a passing grade. You people are like on freaking Planet Zippy. I know. Oh my God. I right. thought, this is what happens when you go to college and you realize not everybody does this weird stuff. And you're like, you didn't go through the flower baby initiation? <laughs> <laughs> what is up with my school? Oh, all right, let's get the next one. Hey, Mary and Blake, this is April calling from North Carolina. Hi, Hi April. April. First time calling in. My DBG. Good. I'm so glad that there is a resolution to the Knuckle V situation yes. and yes. that it does not involve Gayless, at least not yet. Yes, or my bad, indirectly. That least. sex scene. I'm sorry, Roger and Brie fans. They are just not for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it didn't do it for me. The cheesy music didn't do it for me. Um, and also, I just feel like we are not spending time with m- other of the many, many other characters. And my great, that scene with Jamie and Claire and the spectacles. He's going to oh, buy totally a sixth tortoiseshell pair yes, and a seventh with gold rims for Sundays. Oh. They are adorable, and it is a delight to see them on screen, even if it's not for as long as we used to get to see them. Thank you so much for everything that you do. Have a great week. Thank you, April. I couldn't agree with you more about the spectacle scene. It was phenomenal. Perfection. Totally good stuff. Perfection. All right, let's get the next one. Hi, Blake. Hi, Mary. This is Melinda from Edinburgh. Melinda. She's back. It's the villain. (laughs) (laughs) It's our nemesis. We love you. Melinda. (laughs) From hell. All right, here we go. Melinda's going to tell us. I can feel it. She ain't going to tell us. She's going to let the mystery be. Here we go. Hey, Blake. I'm not your cousin from Boston, <laughs> but I am the daughter of the revolution. Oh, she's a DAR, just I am like too. you. I am, oh. but that's vague. I well, I know, I know. Okay, we're both daughters of the revolution. The Gilmores would be very happy right now. They would. <laughs> My fourth time great grandfather Frederick was a soldier in the battles. He raided wow. the British on Staten Island in 1775. He was involved in the crossing of the Delaware in the Battle of Trenton in 1776. That means her great-grandfather, whatever, he he don't play, that guy. He was Battle of Trenton. Those people, that was Christmas Day. Stop it. They're just like, yeah, we're going to just kill you. We're going to do the thing that you're not supposed to do. You filthy (laughs) animals. And keep the change, you (laughs) filthy animal. Love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, AC, AC, <laughs> he's not in charge no more. AC says six percent, and then went to Pennsylvania and was mustered out in June 1777 towards New York. Who knew he could have been in the Battle of Saratoga? Oh, I know. Episode seven of season seven was great. My kilt rating is a five. Outlander cast and crew really do know how to do war well. Mm-hmm. My good. William going through life war lessons. His banter with his mate Sandy was heartwarming. And then seeing Sandy fall at the start of the battle was just bittersweet. Yes. Bads, no bads, except for maybe the wig on Sam. But we have baddies. (laughs) Two named Rob. Yikes, he's a creepy dude. He is. And I think Richardson is plotting something. Mm -hmm. Although I am a book reader, I think Outlander TV is going to make Richardson into something bigger. Okay. Great. My great is... Roger saying nothing, but it was the funniest body language ever 
Mm-hmm. And when he walks into the trailer and sees Buck, Mandy, and Jem watching TV like two bumps <laughs> on the log, I laughed out loud. It was just brilliant. Uh. Last mention in my last seconds here again is Roger. But I think Richard Rankin used his memories to have that look on his face after that sex scene. Oh, she got cut no! off. Sorry, Melinda. We got rules here. We follow the rules. <laughs> Not even you can break them. The villain. <laughs> All right, we got two more voicemails, and then we'll call this quits, okay? All right. Hey, Mary and Blake, this is Jen Swanson calling from Falls Church, Virginia. Hi, Jen. Hold on. Hey, I'm really enjoying your... She sounds a little bit like Melinda. Yeah, yeah, you know what? Okay. Jen from Virginia sounds a a little little like Melinda. Let's have a little bit of an investigation. Melinda is the daughter of the revolution. With and her this one's from Virginia. Great grandpappy coming f- to Delaware and doing all this stuff. Slicing throats in Trenton. All right, hold on. Let's 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 just hear this. Hi, Blake. Hi, Mary. This is Melinda from. Ed- okay, here we go. All right. Hey, Mary and Blake. This- hey, same exact person. <laughs> little less edge, though. Melinda's got a little bit more edge to it. A little her. bit more bite. And and who's his friend? This is Jen. Jen's got a little bit more southern slow down sweetness fair, to fair. her. That's why it make, makes me think that Melinda's from the north. I feel like Melinda's a little bit more north than Virginia. I'm gonna say if I had if you know who knows the Mass Pike too? Who? New York people. Upstate oh. New York people. Okay. If I'm gonna put money on it, she Melinda, upstate New York. Okay. That's where I'm I going. I feel that. That that's how she knows the Mass Pike. You don't just go throwing that around for nothing. All right, sorry. Here we go. This is Jen Swanson calling from Falls Church, Virginia. Hi, Jen. Hey, I'm really enjoying your feedback on season seven. Thank you. It's a lot of fun to watch the show along with you as you're watching the show for the first time with me. I'd like to say that I'm leaving for Scotland, bonny old Scotland, in two weeks. Wow. And I'm going to go to Inverness yes. and Edinburgh. Yes. And in preparation for that, I'm rewatching season one. And although I just started listening to your podcast in season seven, I've gone back to your original podcast from a million years ago in season one. No idea when that was because I've lost all track of time in my general life. But the. By the way, the panorama will do that to you. <sighs> What day is it? <laughs> Don't even know it anymore. There's, there are calendars now still? No idea. Okay, sorry. By the way, Jen, again, I will say this once more. I apologize for those early Outlander cast episodes. They were horrible, but we'll continue on. Podcasts are so great. Oh, thank you. I'm getting super pumped for my trip to Scotland through watching season one of the show again and also enjoying your uh listener takes and everything that great the professional amazing stuff that you guys do is just getting me super pumped for my trip so Aww. highly recommend if people want to go back and listen to your podcast from season one along with watch rewatching season one because that's Aww, just Jen. a lot of fun thank have you. a great day and swanja thank All you right. thank you jen and i hope that you will enjoy your time in good old Scotland. Yes. And have, so jealous. Just have all the whiskey. Just go over there and just start drinking. Do it all. All the ha- drinks. Have so much fun. Just pull a Rob Cameron. <laughs> just 
taking kids. Yeah. Just no, to- <laughs> no. Just whenever you're about to leave. You know what I could really go for? I'll use another. I'll use another drink. Yeah. By the way, is your kid around? No. I got. I got some places to be. <laughs> Freaking two Rob first Cameron. name Rob Cameron. Get out of here. All right, here we go. Last one. Hi, Mary and Blake. This is Bunny from Cincinnati. Bunny? Hi, Bunny. I'm actually going to give a kilt rating and a GBG for this episode Woo! instead of rambling on about anything else. All right. I give this episode a 4.8 kilt rating. The good, William realizing the true horrors of war and the shot of him running into battle yes. that mirrored Jamie's charge at the Battle of Culloden. Mm-hmm. Sure. It was just breathtaking. Honorable mention goes to Buck watching TV with the kids <laughs> yeah. and Mandy combing his beard with a Barbie comb. It was cuteness overload. The bad, I'm sorry, but I just don't like watching Roger and Bree having sex. Fair enough. It just didn't work for me. I think Bree needs to learn how to kiss. To me, it was like she was trying to chew his face off. (laughs) I really liked their storyline, but I felt that they just stuck this in there because there hasn't been any rumpy pumpy for Jamie and Claire recently. Totally agree. They could have stopped at the flirting and falling on the bed. Certainly didn't want to hear Phil Collins in that environment. <laughs> now I can't listen to that song or it will give me nightmares. Oh, the no. great the rifleman shirt that Jamie is wearing yes. in this episode. Fringe. Yes, I am very shallow. But in this shirt, with that serious head tilted down look yes. he gave, yes. if I had any ovaries left, they would have exploded. <laughs> Thanks for everything you guys do. It is much appreciated. Oh my God. Bunny, you just killed Blake. <laughs> you just broke Blake. <laughs> you just broke him. He's down on the table. He's done. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, Bunny. I love it. So she's another grumpy puppy. Oh my god. I love it. I love oh. how some people love it, love to hate and hate to love. Wait, oh love, love. God, I'm just trying to. Know. I'm just trying to make sure you're okay, Blake. Oh my god, what a way to start this episode and then a way to end it. That, my friend, is a Mary and Blake media commandment. That is a bookend right there. That's Agreed. perfect. Oh my god. Oh, All right. Holy Does smokes. He pray? Jay, sweep. Whatever. I am ready. Oh yeah, that too. Yeah. <sighs> okay. That was good stuff. Good it job, good Bonnie. Stuff. All right, let's uh, let's close this bad boy out, shall yeah, we? We shall. All right, here we go. Thank you so much, our friends, for tuning in to this episode of Outlander Cast. Oh, of course, the next time man. that you hear us, we will be covering the mid-season finale. Oh. oh, I can't even believe it's here. But we do want to take this time <sighs> to thank those of you who have taken a moment to head on over to Apple Podcasts. Whether or not that's where you listen to it, it is the best way for people to find our show. And leaving a written review helps boost the algorithm, helps people believe their credibility. So we want to thank Nicole6040, said, I love Outlander and adding to the experience of each show by listening to Mary and Blake. They offer great insight and different perspectives. Highly recommend. Thank you. And I also want to thank C. Hughes 115 
Wives is my BFFs, one of my favorite podcasts, and I listen to the pods all day, every day. Oh, okay. Mary and Blake are a true delight. The episodes are thoughtfully organized, but never boring. Blake's laugh is the absolute best. Well, my friend, you got a lot of the <laughs> you best got episode. Super one tonight. And I love it when they both get tickled, which is often. Oh. Sincerely, a joy to listen to, along with the other shows from Mary and Blake Media. So oh. thank you so much. Thank you. Thank all you, right. Thank you. So as I said, Blake and I read these. It warms our hearts. It makes our days. So thank you for those of you who have submitted written written um, reviews on Apple Podcasts. Yes, uh, it's just it's just it's just the best way to help. Yeah. you know, get the podcast out. We there. also want to remind you that you can support us financially for as little as two dollars a month. It's less than a cup of coffee just by going to jointhenerdclan.com. All the funds there uh, they help us keep the electricity on, like pay for our hosting fees, do all the things that we got to do to keep this podcast going. And it allows us to make sure that we have free podcasts for people worldwide, which you yep. truly got to hear in this episode worldwide. Yes. And by the way, we're not just taking there. We're giving back. I mean, we're giving away free Michael Mouse shirts. <laughs> yes, very They're going to be on the way. Wait, wait, we're already there, man. I got them all tallied up. Yep. Got everything ready to go. Got yep. the order in. Yep. And we're just going to be sending them out. I love it. So hopefully we'll have them all out to you. Actually, I know we'll have them all out to you by the time the next uh, the next season begins. Oh my God, yeah. 7B well, begins. Well, well before then. Yeah. But, uh, you know, maybe, you know what we should do? We should just all wear the Michael Mouse shirts on the, premiere day. The premiere day of the second half of the season. Take pictures of it. <laughs> And submit it, and those can be the going back and forth on our background. Yes, I love it. I love, love this it. idea. Love it, love it. Awesome. People so can do it yeah, in they're, they're going to be on their way. We we Lots give back things. at jointhenerdclan.com. That's right. Okay, we don't mess around. So friends, thank you so much. Uh, for everything that you do. As I said, this episode is also brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. In addition to podcasting and being a mom, I help people feel more confident and creative with their makeup and their skincare. And I am in tons of countries. So just because you're outside the U.S. doesn't mean that I'm not there. And it doesn't mean that it has to ship from the U.S. That's like, right. Like I have warehouses in lots of different countries. Mm-hmm. So just go to MinuteWithMary.com and check to see if anything strikes your fancy. And if you have any questions, just send me a message on social Especially media. Especially you. Laura, you make sure if you're still listening, you send Mary a message. That's right. Yes. Coteel, you send Mary a message. <laughs> That's right. And can the other Mary send you a message too? I don't think I'm in the Czech Republic. Oh, okay. Well then, sorry. Sorry. You I'll, lose out. Hopefully I can get there but soon. But you call back anytime that you want. You hit <laughs> yes. all the right buttons. Yes, you did. All right, friends. <laughs> on that note, my name is Mary. My name is Blake. And you've been listening to Outlander Cast. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.